The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Friday has arrived. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Friday, December 9th, 2022, Friday of the second week of Advent. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Friday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary. And today is the optional memorial of St. Juan Diego. Born in 1474, his name is forever linked with Our Lady of Guadalupe because it was to him that she first appeared at Tepeyac Hill, December 9, 1531. The most famous part of the story is told in connection with the Feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe. That's coming up December 12th, after the roses gathered in his tilma were transformed into the miraculous image of Our Lady. However, little more is said about Juan Diego. In time, he lived near the shrine constructed at Tepeyac. He was revered as a holy, unselfish, compassionate catechist who taught by word and especially by example. St. Juan Diego died in 1548. St. Juan Diego, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. God, you know the desires of our hearts for authentic peace, justice, and love. I offer you my prayers, thoughts, words, actions, joys, and sufferings today together with Jesus, who continues to offer himself to us in the Eucharist who continues to reveal himself to us in the poor, the oppressed, the marginalized, the unborn, the most vulnerable in our world. May your Holy Spirit be my guide and strength today so that I may be a witness to your love, your justice, and your peace and to the sanctity of each human life. Together with Mary, our mother, sister, and friend, she who carried the Savior in her womb with all the communion of saints, And with all of us who offer ourselves to you for the good of others today, we pray. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that volunteer nonprofit organizations committed to human development find people dedicated to the common good and ceaselessly seek out new paths to international cooperation. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon of my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My mother, Machinette, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. Well, Jesus clearly noticed how little children played in the streets. Of course, perhaps even Jesus played these games himself as a child. And this is a game where there clearly was uh, one or two children who were the musicians, and they would choose what music to play, and the other kids were supposed to join in and uh, play their part. And it seemed that there were uh, funerals and weddings or something like that as the games and that the 
the kids would play, say, well, we're playing funeral today, a funny game to play, or we're playing weddings and celebrations. And they'd play the, the appropriate music and the other kids were supposed to join in um, and either wail if it was a funeral or dance if it was a wedding or a celebration. And there appears, of course, that sometimes the other kids just didn't want to play or they didn't like the choice or they just didn't feel like it. And and so Jesus describes the complaint that some of these children made then. He says, it, what description can I find for this generation? It's like children shouting to each other as they sit in the marketplace. We played the pipes for you and you wouldn't dance. We sang dirges and you wouldn't be mourners. They're kind of funny situation, but something that Jesus kind of thinks about when he thinks of the reaction of of many of the the leading Jews in particular, who, when it came to John and the music, if you like, the, the song that John was singing, they didn't like it. And then when it came to a very different song, the song that, that Jesus was singing, they didn't like that either. And like the kids trying to get out of the game, they made their excuses. So because this is what Jesus says. For John came, neither eating nor drinking, and are playing the dirge, the funereal music, and they say he is possessed. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they say, Look, a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. So they're looking for an excuse. Because both Jesus and John the Baptist come with quite different if you like different songs that they they sing. The one that John is singing is called Repentance. It's like the funeral music for wayward passions and ego. And many of the listeners don't like the sound of this. And so they say, look at his weird clothes. Look at his bizarre lifestyle. He must be mad or even possessed. And therefore, of course, they don't have to listen to him. And then Jesus comes along and he's got a very different tune and his tune is the music of a wedding feast. It's very appropriate because it's the wedding feast of the Lamb. God the Father wants those listeners, as he wants you and me, to join in the celebration. And they, and sometimes you and I, don't want to join in. And here they look for a very different excuse because, because there's nothing bizarre about Jesus' lifestyle or nothing strange about his clothes. He dresses very normally. He lives quite a normal lifestyle. He eats and drinks quite normally. But they still have to try to pick on something. So they choose to be scandalized by the very fact that he is so normal. That he doesn't, he doesn't engage in very radical, radical, normally radical fasting. He eats and drinks normally. And they call him a glutton and a drunkard. And then also they throw in for good measure a friend of tax collectors and sinners. So we see this, they do not want to hear, in one case, what John the Baptist is saying, and then later on what Jesus is saying. And so they do their level best to find some excuse, normally in the preacher themselves, in John or in Jesus. And sometimes you, and sometimes I, we do the same. We don't like what we're hearing. And so we look for some defects in the preacher. Is that possible? Well, of course it is. I don't like his accent. He speaks too low. I can hardly hear him. Or I know him personally. He's no saint. He must be a hypocrite. Remember, Jesus himself said that people would call him a hypocrite. 
Remember, he said, you will surely say unto me this proverb, physician, heal thyself, which was an old proverb of, of the ancient world, meaning, look, physician, doctor, you're sick. You heal yourself before you try to see, heal us. And Jesus said, well, you'd probably say the same about me. Bottom line, we shoot the messenger because we don't like the message. Maybe we don't like the very fact that God, the Holy Spirit, is asking us to give up something. Maybe in this period of Advent, in a particular way, some conversion he's inviting you, me, to have. Or even something more dramatic in our life, like a, a particular vocation, a particular calling. You um, realize God is calling me to this particular vocation, or at least I, I have a strong suspicion that God is calling me to something. And we can be a bit like that girl who felt that she too might have been called to a vocation. And so bravely she decided she would do a novena, visiting a shrine of Our Lady with the child Jesus in her arms, this famous statue somewhere that she visited. And she resolved nine days she would go there and pray before Our Lady, saying, Virgin, Virgin, do you want me to be a nun are a married woman. And and, and the, the nine days passed, and on day nine there was a miracle. The child Jesus in the statue came alive and said, Be a nun, be a nun. And immediately the girl reacted by saying, Quiet child, can't you see I'm talking to your mother? So that, of course, is not a true story. But when in a sense it might be true that we find some way of not listening to what Jesus, even sometimes very clearly, is saying to us. In this little story, she's, she, well, God wants her to be a nun, but no, she doesn't hear this. This happens a lot, I suppose, in the church now, that sometimes we priests or bishops try to say something, and, and they hear uh, a 21st century version of physician, heal thyself. I don't like your message, the message of God, so I will cast up against you your faults or faults of other me- members of the clergy. And that, of course, is a is a kind of get-out clause. Hence, I don't have to listen to the message. Well, this Advent, it is a time of conversion. And the liturgy is saying this to us through the course of Advent. Oh, that today you would listen to his voice. Harden not your hearts. Don't look for that excuse. Or, or see, all of us have to see, where we are kind of using maybe very human things about the preacher Uh, about the church as our excuse. Therefore, I don't have to listen. Again, maybe people were a little bit shocked by John the Baptist and his very strange clothing and his very strange food. And they could have, if they wanted, said, this guy's crazy. Look with his camel hair outfit and his wild look and and all this. And and they could have said, well, why do we listen to this guy? And even, even with Jesus himself, that they were found, it kind of seems incredible, but that even Jesus, who is perfection, perfect man, perfect God, and yet even with him and his preaching, they, 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 they could interpret his normal eating and normal drink, drinking as being a glutton and a, and a drunkard. It was crazy, mad. But that is our hearts looking for the get-out clause. Oh, I wish I didn't have to hear this message. This is too close to the bone. What did it say to our Lord? in this period of Advent. Let's ask our Lord, Lord, help me not to use these cowardly excuses for not listening to your voice. 
not listening to the little insinuations of the Holy Spirit, maybe asking for small little things in the course of the day, or maybe bigger things in the course of our, our whole life, in fact, that the Holy Spirit is saying, well, look, I want you to follow me in this particular path. At least explore it. Do that, do that novena, perhaps not with the same reaction as that woman, as that girl in day nine, but still explore these. Make sure that we don't, we don't harden our hearts. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 16 minutes past the hour, and this is Daybreak. It's Friday of the second week of Advent. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin this day of prayer with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will proclaim proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach Him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in His hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to Him, the dry land too, for it was formed by His hands. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God, and we are His people, the flock He shepherds. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness, when at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all my works. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, They are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, They shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as As it was was in the beginning, is is now, now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let Let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come.
Lord, in your anger, do not punish me. Lord, Lord, in in your your anger, do do not not punish me. O Lord, do not rebuke me in your anger. Do not punish me, Lord, in your rage. Your arrows have sunk deep in me. Your hand has come down upon me. Through your anger, all my body is sick. Through my sin, there is no health in my limbs. My guilt towers higher than my head. It is a weight too heavy to bear. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, Lord, in in your your anger, anger, do do not punish me. Lord, you know all my longings. Lord, you know all my longings. My wounds are foul and festering, the result of my own folly. I am bowed and brought to my knees. I go mourning all the day long. All my frame burns with fever. All my body is sick. Spent and utterly crushed, I cry aloud in anguish of heart. Oh, Lord, you know all my longing. My groans are not hidden from you. My heart throbs. My strength is spent. The very light has gone from my eyes. My friends avoid me like a leper. Those closest to me stand afar off. Those who plot against my life lay snares. Those who seek my ruin speak of harm, planning treachery all the day long. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, you know all my longings. I confess my guilt to you, Lord. Do not abandon me, for you are my Savior. I confess confess my my guilt to you, Lord. Do not abandon me, for you are my Savior. But I am like the deaf who cannot hear, like the dumb unable to speak. I am like a man who hears nothing, in whose mouth is no defense. I count on you, O Lord. It is you, Lord God, who will answer. I pray, do not let them mock me, those who triumph, if my foot should slip. For I am on the point of falling, and my pain is always before me. I confess that I am guilty, and my sin fills me with dismay. My wanton enemies are numberless, and my lying foes are many. They repay me evil for good, and attack me for seeking what is right. O Lord, do not forsake me. My God, do not stay afar off. 
make haste and come to my help, O Lord, my God, my Savior. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Do not abandon us, Lord our God. You did not forget the broken body of your Christ, nor the mockery his love received. We, your children, are weighed down with sin. Give us the fullness of your mercy. I confess confess my my guilt to you, Lord. Do not abandon me, for for you you are my Savior. Let your compassion come upon me, Lord, your salvation true to your promise. From the book of the prophet Isaiah. On that day, the Lord will punish with his sword that is cruel, great, and strong. Leviathan, the fleeing serpent, Leviathan, the coiled serpent, and he will slay the dragon that is in the sea. On that day, the pleasant vineyard, sing about it. I, the Lord, am its keeper. I water it every moment. Lest anyone harm it, night and day, I guard it. I am not angry, but if I were to find briars and thorns, in battle I should march against them, I should burn them all. Expunging and expelling, I should strive against them, carrying them off with my cruel wind in time of storm. In days to come, Jacob shall take root. Israel shall sprout and blossom, covering all the world with fruit. Is he to be smitten as his smiter was smitten, or slain as his slayer was slain? Or shall he cling to me for refuge? He must make peace with me. Peace shall he make with me. This, then, shall be the expiation of Jacob's guilt, this the whole fruit of the removal of his sin. He shall pulverize all the stones of the altars like pieces of chalk. No sacred poles or incense altars shall stand. For the fortified city shall be desolate, an abandoned pasture, a forsaken wilderness, where calves shall browse and lie. Its boughs shall be destroyed, its branches shall wither and be broken off, and women shall come to build a fire with them. This is not an understanding people. Therefore their Maker shall not spare them, nor shall he who formed them have mercy on them. On that day, the Lord shall beat out the grain between the Euphrates and the wadi of Egypt, and you shall be gleaned one by one, O sons of Israel. On that day, a great trumpet shall blow, and the lost in the land of Assyria and the outcasts in the land of Egypt shall come and worship the Lord on the holy mountain in Jerusalem.
The Word of the Lord. The Lord will send forth His angels with a mighty trumpet blast. They They will will gather gather His chosen ones from the the four winds, from one end of the heavens to the other. They shall come and worship the Lord on His holy mountain in Jerusalem. They will gather His chosen ones from the four winds, from one end of the heavens to the other. From a Treatise Against Heresies by St. Irenaeus Bishop The Lord, coming into His own creation in visible form, was sustained by His own creation, which He Himself sustains in being. His obedience on the tree of the cross reversed the disobedience at the tree in Eden. The good news of the truth announced by an angel to Mary, a virgin subject to a husband, undid the evil lie that seduced Eve, a virgin espoused to a husband. As Eve was seduced by the word of an angel and so fled from God after disobeying his word, Mary, in her turn, was given the good news by the word of an angel and bore God in obedience to his word. As Eve was seduced into disobedience to God, so Mary was persuaded into obedience to God. Thus the Virgin Mary became the advocate of the Virgin Eve. Christ gathered all things into one by gathering them into himself. He declared war against our enemy, crushed him who at the beginning had taken us captive in Adam and trampled on his head in accordance with God's words to the serpent in Genesis. I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. He shall lie in wait for your head and you shall lie in wait for his heel. The one lying in wait for the serpent's head is the one who was born in the likeness of Adam from the woman, the virgin. This is the seed spoken of by Paul in the letter to the Galatians. The law of works was in force until the seed should come to whom the promise was made. He shows this even more clearly in the same letter when he says, When the fullness of time had come, God sent his Son, born of a woman. The enemy would not have been defeated fairly if his vanquisher had not been born of a woman, because it was through a woman that he had gained mastery over man in the beginning and set himself up as man's adversary. That is why the Lord proclaims himself the Son of Man, the one who renews in himself that first man from whom the race born of woman was formed. As by a man's defeat our race fell into the bondage of death, so by a man's victory we were to rise again to life. The angel Gabriel was sent to the Virgin Mary who was betrothed to Joseph. The light filled her with fear, but the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. Behold, you shall conceive and bear a son, and he will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of David, his father, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever. Behold, you shall conceive and bear a son, and he will be called the Son of the Most High. Let us pray. 
Grant that your people, we pray, Almighty God, may be ever watchful for the coming of your only begotten Son, that as the author of our salvation himself has taught us, we may hasten, alert and with lighted lamps, to meet him when he comes, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. 24 minutes before the hour, we'll check out today's gospel in just a few minutes, along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer, all straight ahead on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Friday, December 9th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord tells the crowds, there just is no pleasing you people. It's from the 11th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. But to what shall I compare this generation? It is like children sitting in the marketplaces and calling to their playmates. We piped to you, and you did not dance. We wailed, and you did not mourn. For John came, neither eating nor drinking, and they say, He has a demon. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they say, Behold, a glutton and drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Yet, wisdom is justified by her deeds. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, you'll find daily and Sunday Mass readings on the relevant radio app. It can be pretty easy to slip into lukewarmness, but there are some ways to avoid it. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 1, Advent and Christmas Tide. If we increase our determination to struggle against stupidity, this will involve taking great care with our daily examination of conscience. We shall often discover some point in which to try to do better next day and shall be moved to make an act of contrition for the ways in which, in the course of the day that has passed, we have not been wholly faithful to our Lord. This watchful love, this active desire to look for our Lord in all the happenings of the day, is the opposite pull from tepidity, which is carelessness, lack of interest, laziness, and disinclination in fulfilling our duties towards Him. This desire to struggle will not always ensure victory. There will be failures but contrition and reparation will still bring us nearer to God. Contrition makes the soul young again. When we are faced with weaknesses and sins, with our mistakes, even though by God's grace they be of little account, let us turn to God our Father in prayer and say to Him, Lord, here I am in my wretchedness and frailty, a broken vessel of clay. Peace me together again, Lord, and then, helped by my sorrow and by your forgiveness, I shall be stronger and better than ever. What a consoling prayer which we can say every time something fractures this miserable clay of which we are made. Then once more, close to Christ, with new joy, with new humility, humility, sincerity, repentance, beginning again. We have to know how to begin yet again once more every time we fall. 
God takes our frailty into account. God always forgives. But we must get up, repent, and go to confession whenever it is necessary. A deep, incomparable joy will come from beginning again and again. In the course of our life, we shall have to do it many times, because we shall always make mistakes and have our full share of deficiencies, frailty, and sin. Perhaps this present time of prayer may bring us to the point of beginning once more. Our Lord takes our failures into account, but He also expects from us many little victories in the course of our days. Then we will never fall into self-satisfied mediocrity, into carelessness, into lovelessness. In Conversation with God is published by Scepter Publishers, and you'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. 17 minutes before the hour, time to pray. We join the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Oh, <laughs> 
A humble, contrite heart, O God, you will not spurn. A humble, contrite heart, O God, you will not spurn. Have mercy on me, God, in your kindness. In your compassion, blot out my offense. O wash me more and more from my guilt, and cleanse me from my sin. My offenses, truly, I know them. My sin is always before me. Against you, you alone have I sinned. What is evil in your sight, I have done. That you may be justified when you give sentence, and be without reproach when you judge. O see, in guilt I was born. A sinner was I conceived. Indeed, you love truth in the heart. Then in the secret of my heart teach me wisdom. O purify me, then I shall be clean. O wash me, I shall be whiter than snow. Make me hear rejoicing and gladness, that the bones you have crushed may revive. From my sins turn away your face and blot out all my guilt. A pure heart create for me, O God, but a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, nor deprive me of your Holy Spirit. Give me again the joy of your help. With a spirit of fervor sustain me, that I may teach transgressors your ways, and sinners may return to you. O rescue me, God, my helper, and my tongue shall ring out your goodness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall declare your praise. For in sacrifice you take no delight. Burnt offering from me you would refuse. My sacrifice, a contrite spirit, a humbled, contrite heart you will not spurn. In your goodness show favor to Zion, rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will be pleased with lawful sacrifice, holocaust offered on your altar. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. A humble, contrite heart, O God, you will not spurn. Even in your anger, Lord, you will remember compassion. Even in your anger, Lord, you will remember compassion. O Lord, I have heard your renown and feared, O Lord, your work. In the course of the years, revive it. In the course of the years, make it known. In your wrath, remember compassion. God comes from Taman, the Holy One from Mount Paran. Covered are the heavens with his glory, and with his praise the earth is filled. His splendor spreads like the light. Rays shine forth from beside him. 
where his power is concealed. You come forth to save your people, to save your anointed one. You tread the sea with your steeds amid the churning of the deep waters. I hear, and my body trembles. At the sound, my lips quiver. Decay invades my bones. My legs tremble beneath me. I await the day of distress that will come upon the people who attack us. For though the fig tree blossom not, nor fruit be on the vines, though the yield of the olive fail and the terraces produce no nourishment, though the flocks disappear from the fold and there be no herd in the stalls, yet will I rejoice in the Lord and exalt in my saving God. God, my Lord, is my strength. He makes my feet swift as those of hinds and enables me to go upon the heights. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Even in your anger, Lord, you will remember compassion. O praise the Lord, Jerusalem. O praise the Lord, Jerusalem. O praise the Lord, Jerusalem. Zion, praise your God. He has strengthened the bars of your gates. He has blessed the children within you. He established peace on your borders. He feeds you with the finest wheat. He sends out his word to the earth and swiftly runs his command. He showers down snow, white as wool. He scatters hoarfrost by gashes. He hurls down hailstones like crumb. The waters are frozen at his touch. He sends forth his word and it melts them. At the breath of his mouth the waters flow. He makes his word known to Jacob, to Israel his laws and decrees, He has not dealt thus with other nations. He has not taught them his decrees. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, you established peace within the borders of Jerusalem. Give the fullness of peace now to your faithful people. May peace rule us in this life and possess us in eternal life. You are about to fill us with the best of wheat. Grant that what we see dimly now as in a mirror, we may come to perceive clearly in the brightness of your truth. Oh, praise praise the the Lord, Lord, Jerusalem. Jerusalem. A reading from the book of the prophet Jeremiah. Thus says the Lord, His leader shall be from Jacob, and his ruler shall come from his kin. When I summon him, he shall approach me. You shall be my people, and I will be your God. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. Your light will come, Jerusalem. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. Your light, Your light will, will come, come, Jerusalem. Jerusalem. 
the Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. You will see his glory within you. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Your light, Your light will come, Jerusalem. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. Say to the faint-hearted, Take courage, the Lord our God is coming to save us. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Say to the faint-hearted, Take courage, the Lord our God is coming to save us. To Christ our Redeemer, who comes to save us from our sins, let us cry out with joy. Come, 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 Lord Jesus. Jesus. The prophets of old foretold your birth among us. Now make virtue come to life in us. Come, Lord Jesus. We proclaim your saving work. Now grant us your salvation. Come, Come, Lord Jesus. You came to heal the contrite. Heal the weaknesses of your people. Come, Come, Lord Jesus. You came and saw fit to reconcile the world. When you come again in judgment, free us from the torments of punishment. Come, Lord Jesus. Remember us, Lord, when you come to your kingdom and teach us how to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Grant that your people, we pray, Almighty God, may be ever watchful for the coming of your only begotten Son, that as the author of our salvation himself has taught us, we may hasten, alert and with lighted lamps, to meet him when he comes, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever.
May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Hey, the weekend is right around the corner. Be sure to keep it holy. Morning Air is coming up in just a few minutes with John and Glenn. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the Relevant Radio app. In the meantime, you go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.